yeah, I see the red shit on the front. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Hey, now. Hey, now. Is that your new thing? Can yeah. I copy it? No, you fucking can't. I copy everything, so I'm going to take that. It's fine. I'm going right. to secretly make up some own shit. And, and just, like, surprise me with it? Yeah. All right. Take old bitties. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Ha! Good. <clears throat> so, um, Mr. X and I have some tequila. And uh, it's very appropriate because we're talking about parenting. And I'm, like, really excited about this topic. You know mm, why? Why? I was going to tell you earlier. Because we're both single parents, but have had very, very different experiences raising our kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're still actively raising a kid. I'm an empty nester, even though I'm, like, very young. <laughs> not parenting my kid anymore. Seventy's the new, seventy's the new forty. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, they've seen my Instagram story. They know that I'm hot. So whatever, you suck. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the kind of the the topic was like raising kids nowadays, and I guess you and I have no other experience. Um, except for raising kids nowadays, well, but uh, we've had some. Year old. You do you you actually you have like kind of a broad range, don't you? Yeah, it's. You had you had like ten years in between sex. Terrible choices. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible choices. Oh boy. We won't call them accidents, but we'll call them damn. <laughs> that's what we'll say. Mm-hmm. We won't say accidents. We'll say damn. Yeah. That's a a ten year. In your hiatus. Well, <laughs> I want you to share about your accidents. Accident. My accident? Yeah. My kids? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. That, nah. I'll start. Nah. I'll go first, and then, nah. and then you can hear how. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just watching the shit go up and down. <laughs> Don't on the worry. I'll just, I'll edit all that shit out later. Better not. I won't. I'll leave it in. So, um, my experience as a parent um, you know this, but I'll share this with my listeners. All right. Um, I was kind of a hoe in university. What? Yeah, like it's not. Not weird? you. I know. Get out of town. And actually, you know that you know, and and our listeners from Instagram might know this that um, meme I shared the other day. Um, about oh shit! You just distracted me. I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> totally lost my train of thought. I think it, blame it on the a, 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 a alcohol. <laughs> so you blame it on the alcohol or the uh, dick imprint. Oh, the about being re-virginized. Okay, so this is what happened. Okay. Um, so I was in the midst of a joke, but okay. I'm sorry. You, <laughs> no, you better go ahead before you forget this shit again. So. <laughs> you, you gave me the alcohol. Okay, so what happened was um, I was really promiscuous in my early 20s. You was a hoe. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, wait, wait, wait. Could you say that... Did you say that you were real promiscuous? Yeah. Okay. I just want to... For the record, I just want to make this sure because apparently women have more to offer than just sex. We don't want to get any misconceptions. Oh, no. I'm like a nice person, too. And I can play a mean jazz piano and, and sing pretty well. So I have other things. I'm sure you do. Yeah. But for some reason, some odd reason... On a podcast that we did, that was the conclusion drawn that I think that women only have sex to offer. Like, it's because you're a hoe. 
What does that have to do with anything? Else? I don't know. Anyway. Epic can fail. I, continue can, on. Can I continue with As long story? as... Yes, please do, because you're bombing right now. I'm not. You're bombing. You interrupted my story. You forgot your fucking story. Holy <laughs> shit. This is two podcasts in a row where we're just like, whatever. I okay, think you're anyway. drunk. I'm I'm not I think drunk. you're almost there. Oh. Anyway. So, I, um, I, I quit college and um, after my first year because I just had like a lot of emotional problems and maybe I'll talk about that some other time. You were a whore and it, it wasn't took because, a toll on you. It wasn't because, <laughs> oh, all my whoring just like forced me to quit university, you know? Anyway, um, I got treatment for depression and anxiety and kind of had this like newfound respect for myself. Did they ever fix that whole problem though? Or? They did. Okay. So I'm getting, back to, I'm getting back to the meme thing about being like re-virginized. So I go back to that college. I think that's so cute. How women just get to claim that shit right back. I'm a born again virgin. It had been a, a long time, like probably two years. <laughs> like a long time. Yeah. So anyway, I, I met this guy and uh, we clicked and um, we started having sex together. And that just did, he went back in withdrawals? Um, no, like it wasn't, it wasn't like an everyday thing, but we started having sex together. Um, found out he was gay, but we kept on having sex together. Okay. Um, and um, I was being very irresponsible and just not taking birth control. Mm -hmm. And I got pregnant in college. It was like at the beginning of the second semester, it was, it was March 8th. That was the day I got pregnant. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> and, um, and, uh, I told him, and he was 18 years old at the time. I was 23. He was just out of high school. And I said, uh, I'm pregnant. And he's like, you're obviously getting an abortion, right? I'm like, well, Whoa. obviously. So we planned to have an abortion and everything. But uh, I started to miscarry. And, um, and the doctor's like, well, you're going to lose this baby. And I, I was like, okay, good. Phew, I don't have to get an abortion. And the days went on, and the baby kept hanging on. And then I started to have hope. I started rooting for the baby, and then I started believing that I could do this because I knew that I would not do it with the father. I knew that the father was going to be out of the picture, and me making the decision to keep the baby is a decision to be not, not a separated mother, not like a single parent. I would be doing it alone. So... I switched and then I called my family and I called my friends and I said I'm pregnant and I'm keeping it and I guess I'm quitting college again and I'm gonna go back be a home. Whole, I'm gonna be a whole full time now. You took like a very tender, serious moment. Anyway. Um, That's what I do. <laughs> Rough around the fucking edges. So I became a single parent, and that's that was kind of like my entry into parenting. I'm just ignoring you, like just so you know. Um, what is so funny, dude? Tell your story. Like okay. you said, I was, I took a tender moment. Yes. I'm over here laughing under my breath, so let me have my moment. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I'm see, sorry. Ruined your tender moment. I don't see what's funny about becoming a single parent. That wasn't but. what I was fucking laughing at. Oh right. I was laughing at. That was funny. What I said. <laughs> you got to be a full time hoe, and you, you took a tender moment from me. I'm never. I'm never getting back again. So. 
So you've witnessed um, the relationship that my son and I have. It is an awesome relationship. And and I, you know, like I, I don't ever say I regret anything, even though it was absolutely an accident. I absolutely should have been using a condom. Um, but he was a real gift to my life. And, um, and I have made a lot of mistakes along the way. And maybe we'll talk about that today. But that was kind of my entry into being a parent. And like you, it wasn't, it wasn't a like, oh, we're married and now we're going to have children. It wasn't that kind of situation. It was like, whoa, what do you mean like me? Were you married and you decided to have children? No. Right. So but you said like me. Like you, like, oh, I meant like, unlike or not like, whatever. <laughs> I'm drunk, okay? I meant like, just like you, I didn't decide to be a parent because I was married and had the white picket fence. I became a single parent and uh, because of weird circumstances. Is that, are you sure that's what you said? I or was that what so. you meant? I, it was what I meant. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was a little... I heard, I hear you, but I was like spaced all the way the fuck out. But, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. We'll roll so, with that. Yeah. <sighs> Starting off terrible. Not really. We'll roll with that. Um, no, you and your son, you do have a beautiful relationship. Uh, I didn't know that story that you uh, told me. This is my first time actually uh, hearing about it. And I guess that kind of explains uh, you guys' close bond that you have you do do have a good bond um so what what i don't know like modern day troubles did you run into with with your with the bringing of your son okay so uh as many of you know i lived in china for five years mm -hmm. and um and actually being at a chinese boarding school where he was the only white kid Yes, brought a lot of issues for him. Like he was, he was bullied. as tons of racism because, you know, it's like being the only black kid at a school. It was it was brutal for him. But what I really loved is that there was no drugs, there was no alcohol. Like I did not have to worry about my teenage son being exposed to that kind of shit. Awesome. So, we go home for the summer. It's uh, the summer after his uh, sophomore year. He goes to visit his father down in California, and I'm looking through his suitcase to find a power cord, and I find all of the supplies for vape, his vape, juice, charging stuff. Like, really, my son vapes. So I call him, and he's at the airport, and I said, Phoenix, I can't believe you're fucking vaping. Like, how you, and you've hid this from me for how long? And he's in the airport, and he goes, Oh my god, he just broke down. He's like, that's it, I'm not getting on, back on the plane. You're going to murder me when I get home. And he just like lost it. Like, you know, like how he has a tendency to do that. He lost it. And he goes, and while, while I'm at it, I might as well tell you that I lost my virginities five months ago to my girlfriend. And we've been having sex this whole time. I'm like, what? Like these like 14, 15 year old kids. And I don't know where because it's a boarding school. Like they're obviously going to some kind of empty classroom somewhere. And he's totally having sex with his girlfriend this whole time. And he decides to like, you know, just like melt down and let everything tumble out. Well, isn't that kind of normal? Is it? The, the How old were you when you lost your virginity? 18. 
Okay. Didn't I tell you the story? Didn't I tell our listeners the story? Uh, Maybe yeah. I didn't. I don't know. Something about band camp. Band camp. Or something yeah. Like literally band, band camp. camp. Okay. It was well, literally band camp. All right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you lost your virginity at 18. Clearly, they didn't stop you from becoming the whore that you are today. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So uh, this episode's called Episode Number Eight: Parenting. And we've slash talked, Toby's a whore. We talked nothing about parenting as. Um, That's right. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, you um, you said you made some mistakes, or you lost your virginity at uh, at eighteen. Yeah. I lost mine at what fourteen, fifteen. Ew. Really? It's very gross. Cause Ew. Very gross. Very, very gross. Um, Ew, was it? Like, I don't want to hear how gross it was. I mean, it's gross because, like, dude, like, I don't, you don't know what you're really doing. And you're, like, 14 or 15. Like, that's what Phoenix and was. Like. You think you got it going on. But, I don't, but, hey, 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 I picked it up pretty good. I picked it up and got the hang of this thing pretty good. Way to go, Mr. X. Congratulations hey. on your sex. Let's not let's not talk about my my sex, okay? Because apparently, <laughs> apparently, uh, I I don't all I do is just fuck women. That's apparently all I do, and women are not good for nothing and and all that other shit. So whatever. So the mistakes I'm talking about. I mean, well, that's normal. But you're, you're naming them, but aren't they normal? Okay. Like a teenage a teenage boy, horny, want to have sex. I think that's normal. Okay, but now I now it might we might live in a more overly sexualized society, which we yeah. clearly do. Yeah. But I mean, I another major regret that I have in my life is that, um, and some people are like, "Oh no, Toby, you didn't have a choice." When Phoenix was six or seven months old, I went back to college, and it was like the most nuts time of my life. I had a morning babysitter and an evening babysitter every day of the week. I'm, I'm getting there. You're talking about mistakes, and I think this is a modern day one, where you always talk about how a son or kids need their father around. Right. My son didn't even have me around. My son had uh, his day babysitter, which was my grandma or Mark or my mom or something, and then a night babysitter. And he basically spent, like, from age one to age four, not with me. And, you know, Phoenix has ADD. Uh, he has depression. He has anxiety. And I always default back to, what if he had, like, a, in quotes, normal upbringing, where there was a dad in the household, and I was at home spending time with my son and making sure that he had a book before he went to bed every night. Because I don't know. I was going to school and working so much that I feel like I really fucked up that time in his life. Well, how would that change the ADD? I don't know what it's caused from. Or how, would, if, that, how would that change the depression? What if me not being there, like in the fundamental years of his, the formation of his brain and all that shit, what if I fucked that up? I doubt if you did. We don't, because I remember you talking. We don't really know what he's depressed about. So, even if that is the case, you know, we do the best we can as parents, but 
we don't know exactly what is that's causing his depression, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I just have, I still like hold so much guilt about that time in my life. Like I wish, I wish his life had been different and better. And uh, yeah, we all wish we could have a better upbringing for our kids, you know, but life takes uh, crazy turns and there's nothing you can really do about it about shit that's out of your control just try to make the best of it you know and try to gain control Mm -hmm. control the controllables yeah and don't worry about the ones that you can't control so yeah so now he um he dropped out of college a couple months into it and he suffers from depression but he's he's getting better and it's i mean it's really hard as a parent to wait he dropped out of college yeah so he's not going to the school anymore nope Wow, I didn't know that. You didn't? No, you didn't tell me that. You told me that he was thinking about it, and that he started going back, and he's getting help for his depression. You didn't say that he finished, that he's done with it. Yeah. Well, he's young. He still has a a long time to get his shit right, get it together. It's better at the beginning stages than to try to scramble and do it later on. But he still has a lot of time, and hopefully, he'll find his way, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, College uh, um, wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people think I went to college or whatnot, but no, nah, it, it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. I rather work, um, but we're not going to get into that right now. But about why I, why I don't think college is meant for everyone. We're not going to get into all that right now. Well, just the thing I had to accept, like as a parent of like a grown up son, is that. It's exactly like you say all the time, that college isn't for everybody. And it certainly wasn't for him right out of high school when he was very young, never lived on his own, never had a job, never lived away from me. Um, And it was just like too much too soon. And um, I wanted to like hover and help him and uh, force him to do stuff, stay in school. But I just eventually had to let it go and let him make his mistakes. Yeah. And his choices. Yeah. Yeah. At a certain age, you can only give them guidance and try to steer them in the right direction. The, uh, the choices at the end of the day is ultimately going to be theirs or where they, what they decide to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't force them to do anything, you know. So, uh, force creates resentment and rebellion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just give advice. There's another certain shit that I will force them to do, you know, as far as house rules and shit like that. But when they get started getting at the age that their own, starting to make their own decisions, that they'll end up ultimately regretting their own decisions that they that they don't make. Um, I think today, uh, if I could have it all over again, like the, I'm good at the age that my kids are, but like. And how old are they? Um, I have a a 17 year old who will be 18 this year and I have a 9 year old son my daughter is 17 and uh, I'll get into that story on another day but yeah it's it's, it's madness but um, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't really have any trouble out of my uh, my oldest kid her mom we co-parent her mom, uh, I'm not gonna lie, is, is doing a, a awesome job of guiding her and 
sending her on the right path to become a, a young lady. She's in, uh, she's fluent in Spanish. She's in um, AP classes. She's uh, an excellent cook. That's what she wants to do. Um, she wants to start launching like this side uh, business to where she's cooking desserts because she likes to bake. That's the thing. And I'm trying to push her to do that. She does have a job currently. She's been holding it down for almost a year. And I've been telling her and telling her, you know, hey, save your money while you can, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the most part, she does. But, you know, she's still going to be that young with the mindset of being independent teenager that wants to be able to buy whatever she wants because she has her own yeah. money. Yeah. And I get that because that was me. I started working when I was very young. Mm. But um, we really haven't had any problems out of her. Uh, no trouble in school. Doesn't skip school. Um, we've had the typical boy issues. So one time we found a hickey on her neck and her mom went over to the young man's house and talked to his parents. Yeah, her mom doesn't play that shit. Her mom doesn't play that shit. But she was she was respectable, you know. Yeah. But you can't just talk crazy to people all the time anyway. <laughs> Sometimes they deserve it. Sometimes you got to bite their ass off. But um, even though she's 17, she kind of grew up in a semi-different era. Semi-different era. I can definitely tell the difference between her upbringing and the time that she's in. And my son's upbringing. Really? It, oh yes, it's it's much more open now, as far as <laughs> as far as the agenda that's being pushed on the the children. Because to me, there's an agenda being pushed on the children, over sexualized. Um, so yeah, going to specifics. What's it's interesting that you have two kids. Like like you said, like their ages are so different. What's what is different? Uh. What's different is, even though there's, I mean, my, my, people might not say that's a, a huge gap, but there's a 10-year age difference, mm-hmm. and those 10 years, I can see how their immediate generation is, is different. Like, I could, like, again, like, it's, there wasn't a push for uh, transgenderism when she was coming up. It was in the early stages, but it wasn't being pushed and forced and promoted. There wasn't transgenders coming to her school and reading to her and <laughs> accidentally flashing the, the fucking kids while they're, she's reading a book. None of that was, was, was going on. I, don't, I believe even though transgenderism would have been accepted back then, that type of behavior wouldn't have been accepted. Hmm. There wasn't a lot of gay couples on TV back then when she was coming up. Right. My son was watching TV. This was actually last year, but I'll never forget it. My son was watching TV. Actually, my daughter was watching TV, mm-hmm. and my son was walking through, mm-hmm. and they had two gay men on there. Mm-hmm. And it was some shit called the... I was in the kitchen cooking. It was some shit called the Gay Husband Award. <laughs> and so my son asked me, what's a gay husband? So, see, that type of shit right there, I didn't have to deal with bringing her up. But him, oh. I, have to get, I, I have to deal with that type of shit. And... I have to explain to my son what the fuck a gay husband is because it's being pushed on TV now on every avenue on every avenue you can turn on Netflix you got a gay black man you can you hell it's even in cartoons now it's in it's in Arthur yeah it's in like this is different this wasn't there years ago man and it's very very difficult as a parent I feel like 
if you're going to grow up to be a homosexual, whatever, that's your choice. But I feel that they're kind of leaning towards a certain direction, a certain agenda with these things, man. See, and that's where I think you and I are very different parents because, uh, you know, like um, my son, Phoenix's uncle, is gay and married and has two kids. And so that was like never a topic that I had to address because from the time he was four years old, he saw Mark and Kyle together. Like, so like having a gay husband wasn't like, it wasn't news. It wasn't like a conversation he had to have. It was just, that's what it is. It wasn't like, what, what's a gay husband or what is gay or why are there two guys kissing? Like, I, I think that your, your daughter and my son were brought up in two very different households. Oh, uh, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> no doubt about it. I, I mean, me and, her, uh, me and her mom eventually ended up co-parenting, but like we were together in high school and outside of high school mm. for for some years and then we were, we were in in high school together then outside of high school together for a certain amount of years and then she was born and even when she was born we were together for a certain amount of years as well so i mm-hmm. like i've always been in her life like you know mm-hmm. like from from she was a, a a baby till until now you know i that's the thing i've always been in my kids life i've never not been in my kids life because that's my father was in my life until up until yeah. the day he died. So and me being a father is the only thing that I know how to do. Aww. I mean, that's real. And didn't you didn't you stay home with her like when she was born? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Her and all my kids. I was a, yeah, and Willie. Yeah, I was I was the one changing the diapers and the wow. bottles and the, the pampers and cooking and cleaning and that's all this so shit. Amazing. That was that was me. So yeah, you that's were, why I'm actually good with kids. You're lucky to have that. You know, I think there are a lot of dads out there that wish that they had that time. There's a lot of dads that wish that they had the time. There's a lot of dads that are denied having that time. And yeah. there's a lot of dads that don't want to capitalize on that time that they have. Yeah. And, you know, it, uh, shame on you if you don't fucking are not in your kid's life, man. And you have the opportunity. Shame on you. I look at you and your relationship with your son. <laughs> and Can't stand him. Yeah. <laughs> there's clearly no love there. And, like... You and I talk about like um, my relationship with my son, but you also talk about how important it is to have the father in, in the kid's life. Right. And you know that comes down to like another like major regret. Like I see the bond that you have with him, and I wish I had that for Phoenix, or I wish you know uh, Phoenix's baby daddy was in our life. And unfortunately, he was. I'm sorry. You wish what? I wish Phoenix had that. You wish Phoenix baby daddy was in Phoenix's life. You wish Phoenix's baby daddy was in his I life. I mean, fuck you. My, wait, wait. wait. Ba- Why fuck my me? My baby daddy. My baby daddy. See, see. You can't give me alcohol. No, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give you alcohol, oh but I'm gonna give you some some okay. shit. Men take so much flack and so much shit from not paying attention. I pay attention <laughs> word for fucking word what she's saying. <laughs> Confuses the shit out of me, so I want to reiterate what I heard correctly, and it's fuck me. Damn. Phoenix's 
daddy, Phoenix's daddy. Okay, cause I thought Phoenix was running around here with some kids <clears throat> in this motherfucker, man. Not only oh, kids, but fuck, a, I hope apparently not. A, a boyfriend. Oh Jesus! Because you said baby daddy. I know. How the fuck he gave birth? I don't know. Okay, you can explain I'm, that I'm on another. Edit, I'm gonna edit this whole part out. Oh man, you better keep that shit in there. <laughs> anyway, um, like Phoenix's dad, biological father or whatever. You know, he was he was um, not able to be in the picture for a long time just because of personal reasons um and uh yeah i'm very envious of you and your relationship but also like just i admire you a lot and how you you care about your kids so much i wish there were more dads in the world like you there why, are there are why a lot. am i getting sentimental she's on a fucking talking shit podcast i know it's the fucking tequila that you just down after being drunk but there's um yeah uh i just feel that um i don't need any credit for being in my my kid's life that's what a, a parent is supposed to do you yeah. know yeah. Uh, am i perfect hell no absolutely not but there there's no such thing as a perfect parent you know you learn from your mistakes you know and uh i made my mistakes and my thing is to uh guide try to guide and steer my son and my daughter in the right direction and at the end of the day they will make their own choices and their own um they'll have to regret their own actions that they uh whatever path they decide to go down but what they will be able to look back and say is that hey yeah my dad was in my in my life and mm. he tried to steer me in the right direction whatever mm. wherever choices that they make they won't say it's because it was a it was a bad household right it won't be that excuse will not happen no. you know and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of different shit. I was actually talking to a good friend of mine about uh, today's podcast, and uh, he was asking what the topic was gonna be. And I was telling him uh, raising kids in today's society, and he was like, he has to tell his son a lot of different stuff, you know that. And um, Willie's starting to see racism. He's starting to see it because really? he's, he's coming and telling me different things, and I have to explain to him these different things so but my daughter when she was growing up it wasn't out in the, it was there mm -hmm. but it wasn't out in the open like it is now you know and so my son asked me questions why this is like this or why am i hearing this or why is this going on and i have to explain to him because it's out in the open like our what was our second podcast i think mm -hmm. the elephant in the room that yeah america's gonna eventually have to address right there it is, man. So. <clears throat> so what is the most challenging thing about being a, pa a parent? The most challenging thing about being a parent is keeping your children's focus and them not living up to the social media bullshit <laughs> and not living to the TV and whatever it is, Hollywood or social media hype, you know? Yeah, because though though I mean let's face it, these they're not they're they're not role models. They're some of these social media people are not fucking role models, man. Yeah. All right, what is this little girl you got running around? Bad Barbie or whatever her name is. Bad. That's, yeah. that's not that's not that's not a, a role model, right? But she's social medialy famous, <coughs> if that's a word. <laughs> she's famous from social media. Yeah. All right. What is she famous for? Disrespecting her mom. Yeah. On Doctor Phil or whatever show it was, and made a fucking career out of that. Yep. You know, so that's the difficult thing about keeping the, the keeping your kids' attention in a positive light. Because hmm. you're fight, I feel like we said you're 
running around and working and doing this and that so much that social media and TV is kind of raising your kids. Yeah. Hmm. For me, thanks for asking me the question in return. Yeah, you, well, I mean, hey. you nodded your head seven fucking times. I didn't know. Hey, what's the most difficult thing for you oh, raising kids in oh, social thank media? thank you for asking, Mr. X. Jeez. <laughs> Let the record show fucking tequila is no longer welcome to this motherfucker, man. For Toby. For Toby. Yeah, I'm good. You're good. I'm you're, good. You're good. You're good. Whew. <laughs> you're going to have to get your ass an Uber. <laughs> um, for me, it was actually school. Like, Phoenix and I have... Like, like we've already said, we have a great relationship. Phoenix is like fucking amazingly talented. Um, and it was never, it was never a question like, Oh, what do you want to do with your life? And like, where, where is this going? And all this stuff. And, uh, attendance at school was never an issue, but like doing homework, caring about school, um, caring about like, I don't know being a good person like molding him getting him to like like follow rules in today's society maybe things that you don't care about but like i cared about like getting him to graduate was well, actually I, I, didn't, I didn't care i don't care about following rules in today's well, society. that you do but like school like on it you you are so lucky to have a smart daughter like seriously i'm very lucky oh my god like feet like it, we were crossing our fingers to see if Phoenix would graduate. Like, that's how close it was. It was, it was like a race to the finish. We're going to have to wrap this up because you're speaking in fucking circles. And Am I? It's getting kind of hard to understand. Am I? <laughs> I? Okay, I can't wait to listen to this tomorrow when I'm sober. <laughs> First, just sons with baby daddies and all kind of shit. Like, I don't know what's going on. Well, you know what? It's not the worst podcast in the world. It's that, not. It's not. It's not. No, like, we're actually pretty good. Last week's was the worst. Nah. <laughs> nah. We're actually, I, I, we've actually been getting some compliments, you know, got some listeners <laughs> tuning in, man. So, we're feeling good, man. <laughs> it's okay if there's, you know, Toby's not focused for one or two. <laughs> you almost spit out your almost drink. fucked up your, your fucking laptop here again. Again. Yeah. Anyway. Ah. Any last thoughts on parenting? Oh, here. You give a piece of advice for, like, parents, and I'll give a piece of advice. A piece that? of advice for yes. parents? Okay. Yeah. If you're a parent, I advise you to um, love your kids, uh, cherish their moments, um, smoke as much weed as you possibly can, and have wild, hot, freaky circus sex. That's my advice. Bam! That is bad advice. The first part I was like, oh my God, Mr. X, you're so tender. So tender and oh, sweet. What a nice dad. PC. Nah. <laughs> that ain't me. Okay, I can't be funny like that. You've been funny all fucking episodes, so. Oh my it's God. It's fine. All right. Okay, so I don't know what my advice is because I feel like I was a bad parent. But, um. Oh. She's gonna cry when the we go off air. <laughs> go cry in the car, Craig. <laughs> um, for me, it was uh, dancing that fine line between being friends with your kid 
because every parenting book always says like your kid is not your best friend right your kid is your kid mm -hmm. and um, my advice has always been to stand by your rules and and don't sway from them so if you say if you don't do this then you're not going to the movies don't fucking let them go to the movies anyway or if you don't get this homework assignment done you're not going to get video game time don't let them play video game time anyway let them know who's boss because then when you have to ask them to do something or you're demanding of something they'll know that you mean business and there's right. no negotiating right so even though phoenix and i have a very loving uh, relationship and we're very good friends he knows when I say something that that's the rule right. do you feel that my son knows that as well ah uh, yes uh -huh. there you no go. question there no you question. go that's how you do it yeah so all of these wishy-washy parents like oh I'm gonna count to three and then you know something, I'm counting to one so, something will happen like I don't know what it is but you know something like fuck <laughs> just like tell them what to do I'm gonna count to one and I'm gonna give your ass that look Exactly. And that look means when we get home, I'm going to fucking skin you alive. Oh, shit. That's a scary look. <laughs> like, I can see all that shit with my eyes. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh, so man. Talented. That black culture. <laughs> can you teach me black culture? No. Negative, Batman. All right. It's fine. Can't give away our secrets. Let the record show that uh, Mr. X gave me the N-word pass earlier tonight, and I did not take it. And she used that shit up. She used it up oh, already. Oh, yeah. shit. Did I? You're about to throw her out of this motherfucker. Okay, it's Chinese. Okay, just so you guys all know, uh, that in Chinese is nigga. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> so if you point at something, like if they ask, like, jiga shema, which means what is that? Uh, and you go that like nigga. Oh, <laughs> it means that. Oh, Mr. X doesn't oh believe me. And every time I speak Chinese, he's like, "What's that word again?" Anyway, uh, I spoke Chinese. I didn't say the N word. You, uh, hey, it was nice knowing y'all. Uh, we'll probably <laughs> get this fucking podcast yanked off of all our major platforms now because someone wants to drop six or seven N bombs. It's Chinese, but anyway, yeah, you're racist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, suddenly I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> My son's mixed. <laughs> suddenly I'm racist. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, well, um, have a good night or morning or whatever. And uh, we'll try. We'll try again next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll be better. We promise. <laughs> no tequila for me. X out. <laughs> Bye. All right, so thanks for tuning in to our podcast. You can catch us on many other platforms. Like YouTube, we're Talking Stuff podcast because you can't swear, right? So right. it's Talking Stuff. Uh, Twitter is Talking Shit too. I didn't get it quick enough. Spotify, Talk, quote, mm, quote, shit. Podbean, Talk, mm, shit. And Instagram, at Talk, underscore, mm, underscore, shit. And remember to press that subscribe button. And we'd really appreciate it if you left us a comment, too. So have a good day. Later.